At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good evening to you. We begin with breaking news tonight. Our next potential president caught up in a... Oh, we're getting more important breaking news now. And for that, we go to Sarah Foreheads out in the field. Sarah, what can you tell us? Police are on the scene right now. Crowds are gathering, excitement and nerves building. We can tell you from radio duo Aaron and Danae, Danae is expecting a baby. Big news, Ethan, back to you in the studio. Boy, that is big news, Sarah. We are so excited for Danae and her husband, Justin. One thing is for sure, that baby will be loved here in the Ozarks, but really all around the country as he or she is introduced on the radio show. So for more now on this story, we go to our host for the evening, live from Classic Rock Coffee, it's Aaron and Danae. So that's true. <laughs> Did you um, know that? Did you know you were expecting? I just—they just told me. That's amazing. That's why they—they do the news. Uh, so. so yeah, so that's the big announcement. We wanted to get it, you know, out of the way. Uh, Danae, you're preggers, dude. Legit. Wow. How's yeah. it been for you so far? Well, it's been really hard to keep a secret, actually. Um, I have been pregnant now for 17 weeks already. Shh. No, now we can say it. So now it's finally in, out in the public, but. Um, what you guys don't know is I have an extra special announcement that I didn't tell anybody about. So, um, sir in the back, you want to go ahead and bring up the next slide? I have a huge surprise for my parents and everyone here tonight. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so in secret, Justin and I went and got an ultrasound yesterday. So I have something for you. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Everybody, everybody look over this direction. This is where the fun is happening. All right, here we go. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a baby girl. Congratulations, guys. Sure, Danae, come up. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit. Uh, I think you already have a name. You want to talk about that? Yes, we've decided to name her Iris Anna. Iris Anna Hughes. So. And she'll be joining us in April. Well, she's technically here now, but true that's doesn't a good know point. how to use her vocal cords yet. Yeah. Yeah, so that's her. That is Iris Anna behind us. So uh, We went to a really great place, um, uh, Im- Imaging Miracles, I think was the name of the company. And um, they actually pulled up like a 3D image for us and everything. And uh, because they started the appointment late, they comped the whole thing for us. So 
It was just a really cool thing, totally spur of the moment. So surprise, mom and dad. <laughs> so you fun. didn't think you were getting surprised, and I did you. You thought everybody else was going to be surprised. You're just sitting there, all be like, yeah, you guys don't know what's about to happen. And many all friends here tonight thinking that they knew, like, oh, yeah, I know what the big announcement's going to be. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> There you so, go. So, thanks for letting me do that and start the show off with some fun stuff. So, Well, Danae, you ready to shoe a dough? Let's shoe a dough. All right. So, here's how this is going to work. This is the podcast that we do every Tuesday, and you can listen live to it or download it later in your podcast feed. And uh, this is a live version of that podcast, meaning, if our ears do not deceive us, there are actually people in the room... Nice. Hanging out with us and doing the podcast. We're going to do some extra interactive things. We're going to have a good time. You've been picking your would you rather questions that you've been writing down. We'll do some giveaways. We've got a lot of fun stuff like that. Yep. And the big, uh, if you don't podcast, you don't know how to podcast, there's information on your table too. This show will be available in the Shoe the Dough podcast feed next week. And that's how people who are listening all over the world get to hang out with us. So you guys are here in the room, but we have a whole other audience that will be joining us later. So that's kind of a fun thing that we do. Uh, We have some great sponsors. And just a reminder, you can get five more raffle tickets just for joining Band, which uh, is a huge sponsor for us tonight. Before you leave tonight, make sure you go into the sponsor room, which is just on the right side before you go out. They sent t-shirts and all kinds of stuff for us to be giving away to you tonight. So thanks to band for doing that. Lots of stuff to give away. Everybody's going to leave with a prize. We like to start our podcast off with a segment called From the Corners of the Universe. Stuff happens and we call it news. We look at that stuff and so we peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Gargamel. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. He used to say, take that Mr. Hitler, and it, it just should be, like, It's because no. it's like an old newsreel thing. We don't talk know? about Hitler take that, anymore. Mr. Hitler. But I like that you use other, like, evil bad guys. Yeah, yeah. So, Peru's the news. Take that, Mr. Mordu. <laughs> that was from the movie yesterday. Yeah, we Doctor saw Strange. the movie Doctor Strange. Do you want me to start? Yeah, why don't you start? What do you got? All right, so when we peruse the news, we bring up, like, weird things we see in the news. So this one says, man hopes to finance the honeymoon by selling prized Cheeto bald eagle. A Cheeto bald eagle. This was just posted on the internet like five hours ago. I'm, I'm assuming this is a Cheeto shaped like a bald eagle. That's it's, uh, what the picture looks like. Had I had more time, I would have like, I mean, you can't really see it. I'll show it to you. It's a Cheeto that looks like an eagle, and he's legitimately trying to sell it on eBay. What's the bidding at right now? $5,000 is what, what he's asking. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, people do this all the time. They'll see like Jesus in a potato. Right. So I guess this is... But Jesus in a potato, that means something. (laughs) A Cheeto bald eagle doesn't mean anything. How did he land on bald eagle? How how did he know that it's not like a falcon? Right. Or a sparrow or a finch? Right, it's a Cheeto bird. It's a Cheeto. You can't get that specific with it. Anyway, that's... Well, uh, $5,000, that's quite a bit. Isn't Cheeto themselves doing a marketing thing like this? Didn't I read that, that Cheetos is doing like a name your Cheeto marketing thing where... How is that possible? They, they, they're having people take pictures of their Cheetos and then oh. they'll like win prizes and stuff. In my mind, it was like some sort of like mold, you know, like they would Cheeto line and then all the Cheeto juice would get poured into the mold and then it would stamp it out and color. Oh, like creating their own Cheetos? That's what I thought you meant. Yes, it comes with a Cheeto home bakery kit. Of note, and... that's how chicken nuggets are made. 
They're stamped out in particular shapes. That's true. There's, what, how many shapes are there? I learned that on the Horrible Movie podcast when I guessed That's it. Right. There's like five, I think, shapes. Like there's, there's the boot heel. There's the bow tie or something. I can't remember they them all. They have names and everything. Yeah. Speaking of chicken nuggets, that leads into my peruse the news. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. Students suspended for extra chicken nugget. This comes to us from the wonderful state of Tennessee where a student... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. Caleb drove from Tennessee Round to be of here tonight. For Caleb for driving to be here today. Bravo, sir. Bravo. <laughs> so the student goes through the line, and when you go through the school lunch line, sometimes, you know, you take an extra nugget. So he took six nuggets instead of five nuggets, and they suspended him what? from school for stealing. Because that's a good thing to do. Please, sir, don't be educated or fed. Yeah, so they rescinded this, the suspension like three days later because uh, it's ridiculous. Obviously. But I'm just thinking like, if nothing else, like give him a better math class maybe where he knows the difference between five and Is this six. The news but thing? I don't think he was actually trying to steal it. Yeah, that's the article right there. It says he paid for it. He paid for five, but he took oh, six. Oh, understand now. So he well, that's not stealing. stole the extra nugget. Ridiculous. If that's the case, I have stolen so many french fries from McDonald's. You're like, going to be in trouble. I get so many more french fries. <laughs> I actually did have one time, I, I want to tell this story. Do it. Where I was standing in line at McDonald's, and you know, you're up there, and they start bringing you your food or whatever, and so I'm eating my fries off, you know, my tray at the front of the McDonald's. My wife knows this story. And about five, you know, probably five minutes is too long. Let's just say 30 seconds, you know, I'm just eating these fries. 30 seconds is a good long time to eat fries. Person to my left takes the tray and goes to their seat. (gasps) It was their tray. They hadn't started working on my Aaron Dicer, what did you do? uh, I I just, I stood there and and thought, I don't know, I enjoyed the fries. I don't know what else was I supposed to do. You turn to your tray and you're like, I'm going to eat these fries now. I thought, like I thought about taking some of my fries to them, but by that point I was just so embarrassed. It was just like, what is going through their head, right? This this giant man to my right is just eating my fries. Like, is this how he feeds himself? Like, is he just standing at the McDonald's What if you thought that's what you did, is you just walked into McDonald's and started eating off of trays? Yeah, like, that's just what Uh, I do. That's sad. No, that is not what I do. That is really sad. Well, there you go. That's Peruse the News. Uh, We usually do that. We start off every episode with a peruse the news. Usually they're a bit longer, but we have a lot to do tonight, so we're really excited. Speaking of which, our first giveaway is about to happen. Round of applause for Kendall. Kendall. And any time throughout the night, if you decide that you want to add a raffle prize and you haven't done it yet, you come find her with a Lego hat and she'll give you an extra raffle ticket. All right, we have some awesome giveaways. The first one is a Classic Rock $10 gift card. So thank you so much to Classic Rock for letting us be here tonight. Um, Like they said, one of my favorite things is seeing all of the pictures from this evening. You can get one ticket if you post to social media and hashtag us. It's all on your sheets on your table, so make sure to do that and find me. I will put you in here. So let's go ahead and draw for that. The winner is... And the winner is... 442462. Bingo. I just wanted to say that. 442462. 442462. You have won a prize. Shannon Yarnell. All right. Shannon Yarnell. Just sit there. You just, you can hang out. We'll come to you. 
So we'll do giveaways all throughout the night. Uh, our next segment that we're going to do, we play games on our podcast. We really like mm-hmm. doing that. And so we wanted to play a game with you guys tonight. We are bringing back a fan favorite game called Bacon, Bacon or, or rain. rain. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. We're bacon gonna, or Rain. We're going to play a sound clip for you. Bacon you have to rain. decide if it's bacon frying in a pan. Bacon or Rain. Or rain falling from the sky. My favorite thing was when we were talking to my husband. I love you, by the way. And he said, bacon or rain, how does that work? Bacon doesn't make a sound. (laughs) Not when it's sitting in the fridge, Justin. But when you put it in a pan. Suddenly it it, all made sense. That is is what it makes the sound. So if we've got sound on my phone here, we're going to play some clips. And what you're going to do at your table, you're going to agree whether it's bacon or rain... And then you're going to, uh, if you believe it's bacon, you're going to raise your right hand. If you believe oh, wow. it's rain, you're going to raise your left what hand. What if it was individually and it was like bacon or rain? Oh, I like that. I like hand signals. I like that a lot. Because then, you Everybody know what? That? I don't bacon. always agree with people at my table. It's bacon, you know, bacon's wavy or rain. I don't always okay? agree with you. Right. Okay? I no, want my own fine. choice of bacon or rain. You are so pregnant. Okay. All right. <laughs> I get to say that. Now. Oh my goodness. It's public. I get to use it. I haven't gotten to use that for how long, honey, since we've had a bun in the oven? 11 years? 12, 12 years. years. My goodness. All right, here we go. Bacon or rain? I feel like I'm going to get all your pregnancy angst now. That ain't Do cool. Do we need to go here right now? Like, oh, sorry. I know that's I fine. apologize. Okay. I don't mean to make it awkward. Here we go. All right. Is this bacon or rain? I'm seeing All hand right. signals. All right, here we go. Here we oh, go. We have a lot of rain. Yeah, I've got rain, rain, rain. We've got rain. like four, bacon? oh, four bacon. We've got five, six bacon's, and the rest is all rain. All right. We got bacon over there. That is bacon. <gasps> that was bacon frying. I so thought that was rain. You're wrong. I know. All right, here we go. Number two. Okay. Okay. I'm going rain on that one. Oh, is everybody going rain? Everybody thinks that was clearly a rainforest. That was bacon. That was bacon frying in a pan. That was bacon. Yep. I know it takes a lot of trust here, but I really did my research. Will you play that one again? I sure will. I want to hear that. That's a lot of bacon. That is bacon in a pan. Man, that's all right. Here we go. Okay, okay. Number three. Is it? Bacon, bacon or rain? rain? Oh my gosh, right? All right, was that bacon or rain? I'm, Everybody's I'm, half, I'm rain. going half. Eventually they're going to be right, and it's this time. That was rain. That absolutely was. Oh, you're half and half? That's bacon rain? It's bacon rain. Bacon rain would be amazing. <laughs> I would live there, cloudy with a chance you of meatballs. You can totally do that. Just get some bacon bits. Nice. Is that like... Bacon rain, like make it rain. Make it rain. All right. Is it bacon or is it rain? Oh, my phone's shut down. Sorry, I apologize. Wah, 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 wah. Here we go. Looks like a sprinkler. Does a sprinkler count as rain? Can we play it again? That's bacon being fried in a blender or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody say rain? I see some rain back there. I'm going bacon on this one. Everybody's, I feel, everybody's, I'm feeling bacon. I love that Caleb does the rain like this. Like, bring He's it like, on. bring it. It's raining. It's raining. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is actually bacon. 
my right. bacon people. This we is fun. This. Yeah, we can do this all night. Here How many go. do you have? Bacon or rain? Mm. I heard a pop. Y'all, I heard a pop. That's bacon. All right, Denise says bacon. I see bacon. bacon. I'm bacon. I'm going, bacon. You're I'm going double bacon. I'm doubling be, down on bacon. Be, don't let her. If you think it's rain, it's okay. You can say rain. What was that song? In like Sunday school, it was like yeah. little fishies in the sea. All of a sudden, I'm having flashbacks. I have no, no idea what you're talking about. You're like, I, I know one little boy named David. Uh, I know Father Abraham. Uh, that's not it. I don't know anyway, little fishies in the sea. The Mac- uh, but uh, that was rain. What? That popped. <laughs> rain pops. Rain doesn't pop. Rain hey, well, falls. It, the drips sound like pops. That's why bacon and rain sound so much alike. That, that's not, that can't be. That was rain. That All right, pop. here we go. Bacon or rain? I have a question. Yeah, sure. Is there a chance you mislabeled every no, one of these? No, no, there's no chance. I was very particular. <laughs> All right, very let's particular. listen to it again because I talked. I see bacon, I see rain. <laughs> I see bacon, I, I see, see rain. rain. I see All right. Most, I think, oh, that's pretty split. Mostly bacon, I think, on I'm, that one. I'm seeing, I'm seeing someone doing this. I'm not sure if it's actually rain or bacon, <laughs> but I like it. I'm going uh, with this one. That one was bacon. Nicely that one was bacon. done. Nicely done. We haven't played this game in a long time. Yeah. Normally, we don't have anybody to play like along with. This is way better. All right, here we go. Last one. I vote we never play this again until the next live show. <laughs> I gotta play bacon or rain. All right, here we go. Bacon or rain, last one. I'm going rain. Yeah, that's rain. Oh, Justin said bacon. He's uh. the only one in the room that said bacon. <laughs> Justin, how is this bacon? It's obviously rain. I'm just kidding. Oh, he's getting a hug from someone. That's, that's comforting. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. That's really, really sweet. Let's do another giveaway. All right, Kendall, what do we got now? We have a CD pack from Centricity Music, one of our awesome sponsors. So we're going to give that away right now. Remember, we have Would You Rather questions. And you can get one ticket for doing one of those. Pass it on over to Andrew over here. He has a cool pirate hat that is not for wearing. It is for Would You Rathers. So let's go ahead and do this for some awesome CDs. And while she's pulling the ticket, David, if you want to come to stage. All right, four four two five zero oh, three. And when you do, grab the four, mic. Four, two, five, there it is. Round of applause. Did you win? Bunch of CDs heading your way. That's a nice CD pack. Kindle, would you hand the mic to, to David? All right, David's going to come up and join us. Uh, one of the other segments we do, and I guess this is a good time to kind of make this announcement. Um, we do a segment and have done a segment for a long time called No Label Safe, and it's really kind of at the heart of who we are as people and, and what we like to kind of put out into the world, which is that we as human beings tend to judge each other. We look at each other, we figure out who we are, and when you get to know something about somebody, you use that something to determine what kind of person they are, what that means for them, and we put these labels on people, and part of our heart is to really take those labels off, and so we've done a segment where we'll bring in somebody who feels labeled in some way or another. Uh, the very first one we did was uh, with an atheist friend. My came, friend, yeah. Yeah, and in fact, she was here with us at the live show last year and talked a little bit about it. And, uh, 
And what we do is we just have a dialogue. We just have a conversation. No judgment. Nobody trying to convince anybody else of anything in particular. Just talking to each other about, you know, who we are, what our lives are like. It's fun. You know, we have a good time. But there's also some seriousness there. You know, we go into some deeper topics. Yeah, oftentimes we're trying to talk about topics that don't get discussed. And the feedback that we get usually is... This isn't a conversation I would really feel comfortable having with someone, but listening to you guys talking about it has given me kind of a different perspective on maybe how I can approach a chat with somebody, because not all conversations are super serious. But uh, we invited David to come in and talk with us specifically about addiction. Um, there's a lot, was it a year ago? Yeah. Before, before we get to that, I did want to say, it I was, it's been a while, but I was getting ready to say I, I wanted to announce this because No Label Safe is moving from a segment of our Shoe the Dough podcast to its own podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a lot of those conversations we've had and we're going to start releasing them in a podcast feed, you know, some of the archives, while at the same time having more of these interviews and these conversations. So if you really enjoy kind of that conversational stuff. Uh, it will be out within the next week or two on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you do your podcasts. And again, it's called No Label Safe. And so we're going to have a lot of those. Those will be those fun talks. too. If you've heard them before, you're like, oh, I've already heard, you know, the podcast on veganism or divorce or um, what was the one with the pastor, mega church pastor. Um, we're actually going to do commentary on them before and after. Can I do some updates? Because there have been a lot of things that have changed. So we're yeah, actually so going to be calling you back in the one. studio eventually, I guess, <laughs> by the way. Hey, heads up. <laughs> All right, so we brought, we brought David back with us. David came on, was very generous to talk uh, about addiction. David has experience uh, in the area of addiction and was really opened my eyes a lot with how to talk to somebody who deals with addiction about you know, what they deal with and those kind of things. So what I wanted to start with, if, if you don't mind, is kind of what you remember from that conversation we had and just kind of you know, how you felt about that time that we spent together chatting about addiction. For starters. I think it's automatically on. Is it, is it automatically on? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for starters, I didn't realize how many times I said like until I listened <laughs> to it. Again. We did that too. Yeah, that's, that is definitely the thing. And all I could think was, I, wow, I'm glad I don't drink anymore because that would make a horrible drinking game. Right? Um, how many times you say like? Drink every time? It's a bad deal. Yeah. It's a really yeah. bad deal. I like that. Uh, see, there That's an appropriate use, though. That's, that's, yeah, that's okay. I liked that's that. Fine. That actually works just fine, David. But I realized that. One of the things we did was talk about recovery language, and that's like one of my huge passions right now. It's not addiction, it's a substance use disorder. It's, yes, exactly. You know, uh, not a relapse, recurrence of use. Somebody isn't dirty or clean, somebody is positive or negative. That's one of the things that we've noticed in a lot of different realms. It's the reason that we talk about people that have developmental disabilities instead of using the language that we used to use for that. Right. Uh, it's a lot of shaming language that we use. In fact, recently they said we can't say stigmatizing anymore, stigma anymore because stigma is a stigmatizing word. So instead we use the word discrimination instead of stigma. Okay. I've always gone with fostering dignity because I think that sounds better. But <laughs> it does agreed. actually sound quite a bit better. So I remember having that conversation and talking about that. I'm sure there's some people that are probably more less likely to talk about their past and how they feel about that. And that's something I've been doing for a long time. So it, it's one of those things that doesn't do feel, really bother me. Do you feel like talking about it, like having the conversation about it, is part of the understanding process and the healing process and, and those kind of things? I encourage it. I wear tons of shirts that say, I'm in recovery. I'm making one right now that says, this is what recovery looks like. And it's going to have two hands. 
with thumbs pointing up to the person wearing yeah. the sky. Nice. What has two thumbs and is in recovery. You know, I have this Hope guy. Dealer tattooed on my arm. I wear all the shirts that I make now have hashtag Hope Dealer on the shoulder blades of them. Trying to start, trying to spark conversation. I think that's really good. There was a report that um, we go to a lot of radio conferences, and there was this uh, company that did a lot of research just across the nation to find out what people actually want to talk about. And um, addiction was on that list. I know that's not, not one of the best words that we, we're trying to change the language and culture, but that was what it said. Um, and people aren't talking about it because it's just such a deep conversation. And maybe when you're turning in the radio, you don't want to hear a conversation or you know, even if it's just a couple minutes about someone's struggle with what they're going through with substance abuse and things like that. But one of the things I love about you is the openness to do that. You have personal experience and it draws people out. When you share a deep part of your experience and a deep part of what you've been through and someone else can see that you've done that, there's a bravery there and they kind of resonate with that vulnerability and that transparency. And they are far more likely to come to you and say, I am going through the same thing or how can I get involved or how can you help me? It's amazing how many people are just know someone in their close inner circle or, or that person themselves who struggle with uh, some kind of a substance abuse. I'm not good at math, so I tend to round up. But they say there's 23 and a half million people. I think I did this on the podcast. Yeah, 23 I love, and a half million yeah. people in long-term recovery. There's another 22 to 25 million people that have an active substance use disorder. So I'll round that up to 50 million. Each one of those people has a mom and a dad. So that's 100 plus 50 million. So we're up to 150 million. Uh, because some of them only have one. Some of them have four. Uh, each one of them has a brother and a sister because... Kate and whatever, they have like 18 million, and some people have one or two. So we'll just say two to round, and that would equal 250 million. And then each one of them, no matter how miserable they are, probably has two friends, which is another 100 million. So we're looking at 350 million people, and that's roughly the population of the United States. So you either know somebody who's actively using, no one know somebody who's in recovery, or you're just oblivious. Honestly. And it feels like one of those topics that's just like, oh, this is so big. How do you approach it? How do you go about it? Um, I would like for you to take a moment and talk about how you're making a local impact here in the area, kind of uh, what you've done recently. Because I've been, I've stalked them on Facebook. You should too. Yes, I would highly recommend it. Betterlifeandrecovery.com <laughs> or Better Life and Recovery on Facebook. But basically, what we've done couple years ago, right after Philip Seymour Hoffman died, going through the paper, uh, going through the Facebook pages and looked at like KY3 and the newsletter and was reading some of the comments left on that article. And it was like, who cares? Just, no, you know, just another dead junkie. We should give this stuff away for free so they can eliminate themselves from the gene pool. And we, I decided it was time to get a little more proactive than what I've been doing. So I called a bunch of people together, called about 150 people and sent out emails. I had about 40 show up. And we started to work on some ways that maybe we could impact the way people look at substance use. So we started a recovery day at Hammond's Field. We planned a 5K, 10K recovery run. And then we did a big string team cleanup. So we did three events that year. It was, uh, I think, three years ago. Yeah, I think that's right. And then last year we did about 40 events. This year we've done about 150. I mean, we have a group that bowls every Sunday. We started a stream team now. We compete against other stream teams across the state. What is a stream team? A stream team is a group of people that get together in canoes and kayaks. Oh, and we hit like the in an actual oh. stream. <laughs> and, yes, and we clean up. I'm like streaming like Hulu or something. I'm like, that's fine. 
Yes, let's we do that. We get together and we watch some Netflix. That does sound amazing, but I promise. Yeah, I want to be a part of that team. Music kayaks are fun. I think this year we'll pick up almost three tons of trash out of the Missouri Riverways. It's just people in wow. recovery, their families, and our allies. You take a tablet and be a stream stream team. You know, you take a tablet on the and you'd have to have really good a Wi-Fi. really good carrier yeah, to be able to true. get it from that's the Riverways. That's true. Yeah. That's that's why I there never are commercials go. that say that they put towers where the other guys won't, so maybe you can go with them. <laughs> Actually, I don't think they're allowed to in a couple of the places. Like last weekend, we floated the eleven points, and it's all national park, so they're not allowed to put anything in there at all. We did see some bald eagles and some other really cool stuff. I ran my wife head first into a tree. Uh, oh, oh! Did the bald eagle look like a cheeto? No, it did not. Okay, I, if I would have known. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed now. It was actually like so white and brown. Are you suggesting a disfigured bald eagle that looks like a straight Cheeto? Or are you suggesting a bald eagle that, bald eagle that looks like the Cheeto that looked like the bald eagle? I just want to let you know this is why I have a pad of paper here. This is, this is a meme idea right now. I'm writing it down. We need to have a picture of a blue sky and like, you know, bald eagle flying. And then we Photoshop the Cheeto on it. That Go needs to it. happen. It, it'll be beautiful. You're going to help with that, right, Caleb? <laughs> okay. Very nice. I'll, uh, I'll David, draw it up. One of the most powerful parts of our conversation for me, and I, I'd like you to talk a, a little bit about it as well, was when we started talking about um, confronting people who deal with substance abuse and the idea of mm-hmm. intervention and those kind of things. So would you talk a little bit about, from your perspective, um, as someone who's dealt with substance abuse so much, you know, how, how you feel about those things? Because yeah. that was really eye-opening for me. And little background really quick for people that haven't listened to the last podcast. I spent about almost a quarter of a century in active substance use, and I've been in long-term recovery since January 31st of 2009, so going on eight years of recovery. Well done, sir. And in that eight years, I've been a therapist for the Green County's treatment court, so I've worked with a couple thousand people that had substance use disorders that were involved with either civil or criminal proceedings. So I'd say I have some knowledge of it because of that. Um, I hate interventions, honestly. It's one of my least favorite things. The first time I ever went on an intervention, I went as a student, and it was the last one I ever went on because a guy committed suicide the next day. Um, If you want to beat up somebody that's using, you'll never hate me more than I hate me, ever. You will never be madder at me than I already am at me. You know, I don't want to get into the whole cycle of addiction, but there's so many changes that, that are created, so many neural pathways. I've sat in so many rooms with people who were crying while they used. They needed it to feel less bad. Yeah. You know, it's not something that we pick up. And I know a lot of times it's an argument a lot of people get into, so I don't try to get into the uh, disease model because a lot of people feel it's willpower, it's this, it's that. You know what? It does start off that way. But that's no different than somebody who smokes cigarettes getting lung cancer or somebody with diabetes who started off eating sugary foods, and yet we don't throw them out of a hospital and tell them they don't deserve treatment. And you know what? You did this to yourself. Who cares if you die? So we treat it so much differently than other health conditions out there, and that's really annoying. I don't know a single person that started off that first time. The first time I smoked a joint, I was thinking, man, this helped me. I'm not thinking about all the abuse I've gone through my entire life. Right. And I finally felt like I fit into a group for the first time. I wasn't thinking, man, I'm going to drop out of high school and turn 21 in prison. Yeah. I'm going to flatline eight times and get brought back to life. None of that crossed my mind. But that's all stuff that's happened since then. That's, that's all real life from your life. Yes. that's. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I think that's one of the problems is we see a show like Intervention and we're like, oh, well, you just say, I'm done if you don't stop using it. Like, Whoa, I never thought of that. I should stop using. And they instantly stop using it right. in their treatment. Yeah. That's not the way it happens a lot of the time. How do you show love? How do you show the love and support and, you know, to somebody in your life who might be dealing with that? Compassion. You know, I, I think that's one thing that we don't show a lot of sometimes is compassion because there's so many preconceived notions when you deal with somebody who has a substance use disorder. Yeah. You know, they did this themselves. They're a horrible person. It's a lifestyle choice. All these different things. A lot of times, that's one of the reasons I like to share my story is I like to, people to see what led up to it, you know, yeah. from the sexual abuse to the, to the physical abuse as a kid, and then that first time of using, finally feeling like I fit in, and finally not feeling the pain I'd felt my entire life. You know, it was the summer before my seventh grade, the first time I used. And up until then, I mean, from the age of three, you know, my first memory is being sexually molested by a babysitter, and going from that to an abusive grandfather to all these other things, and never feeling like I fit in, and always being abused by the people that were supposed to protect me. I think one of the things I really valued about our conversation, and conversations, because we just haven't had just one, but um, is just the remembering that they're people, you know, going through struggling, and no matter if you know somebody who's dealing with something similar to this or not, everyone's going through something, and so to treat each other uh, with respect from the very beginning, even if they look different, act different, or are really going through something that you can tell is happening in their life that's just, you know, taking them over. I'll always remember I had a girl that went through treatment court. She was probably 21, 20, 22 years old when she graduated. She started when she was 19. And when she graduated treatment court, she was like, I just want to thank my counselor because he was the first person that ever told me he cared about me and that I could stop using. Everybody else had always told me I was going to wind up just like my mom because her mother had died from an overdose. Isn't it incredible? It just takes like, literally can take just one person telling you that they believe in you. And it can get super awkward to do that, you know, at times. But to think that, you know, that person's a counselor, but we hear conversations all the time about, just someone said this in passing and it just changed everything about, you know, my whole life or the trajectory of where I was going. Our words mean something and they have power. So I really appreciate that you're trying to change the language and how we're having conversations with, um, with a world around us. I appreciate you guys having a conversation on this. Because yeah. it's something a lot of times people really don't want to broach. And right now, I, two years ago, we lost 129 people a day to overdoses. We lost more people in the United States to overdoses than we did to car accidents. I buried 18 people since January of 2015 just here in Greene County. You know, that's a person a month. I know in St. Louis, we had over a person, we had over one a day die from overdoses. It is an epidemic right now. And what we've been doing for the last however long, you know, I mean, we've been doing treatment forever. The original treatment was actually back in Egypt, uh, way back in Egypt, where people would drink honeyed mead, and they thought they had an evil spirit, so the fat priest would sit on you, and the skinny priest would come up with a drill, and they would do what's called trepanation. they yeah. put a hole in your head so that the evil spirit could, re- could be released. I don't think that's good. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Danae, can I get a second on that? I will second that, sir. All right. All right. It's a terrible visual. It really is. You know, and then they try... Those Egyptians. Well, we weren't hey, a whole hey, lot... don't label people. Oh, right, right. People. Sorry about that. About my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> we haven't been a whole lot different, though, in some ways. <laughs> you're yes, right. No, you're right. We have... Uh, uh, I cannot think of the guy's name, but, you know, we have the president that just declared war 
I think it's in the Philippines. Yes, it's in oh, the Philippines, yeah. Duarte. Yes. Where he just declared oh, war yeah, on substance users. I think in the first week they killed over 3,000. He said, uh, his exact words were, Hitler killed over 3 million Jews. We have over 3 million addicts in our country, and it's time that we start. And he encouraged not just police killing, he encouraged mob violence and everything else. And then we have all the way to Sheriff Joe, which some people love, and if you love Sheriff Joe, then, you know, I don't really care, I'm going to say this anyway, but he had somebody that broke some rules, so he put her in a Quonset hut outside, and she literally cooked to death outside of the jail because that was his punishment for her. So we even do stuff like that here in the United States. So, I mean, as much as we'd like to go back and say, ooh, you know, man, I, we've changed so much in the last couple thousand years, in some ways we really haven't. We're still... There's so much compassion and love. I think we're just afraid. We're afraid of things we don't understand, you know. But and, I think and we think we can fix people. We think it's on us. And we talked a little bit about this on the podcast too. And this goes beyond substance abuse to other things as well. You deal with somebody that isn't how you think they should be, and you think you can do something to make them how you think they should be. And so you know, we we try to fix each other, and it you know it just doesn't work that way. No, I think it's more about love and support, really. What? You're not going to make me better, but, man, you can love somebody to a whole different level because, like I said, we already don't like ourselves. Right. We already have really low self-esteem, really low self-confidence. I mean, me looking in the mirror didn't really happen because I hated the person that looked back at me. Yeah. You know, and it took me years of being sober before I could look in the mirror and not see an addict and a convict staring back at me. Wow. I don't see that. Well, thank you, Danae. You're an awesome person, and I really appreciate that you're willing to be vulnerable to not just a room of people who are looking at you right now, <laughs> but <laughs> they're there. They are here. They're here, Dave. It's real. It's real. But also to the podcast, you know, that's stuff that, and I have experienced this, I don't know if you had the same kind of thing, where you go back and you're like, oh, I would have said that differently, or oh, I remember that wrong, you know, but it's just kind of stamped in there for time. But people find that, and they listen to it, and they find you know comfort from it. So thank you for, for all you're doing. And if there's anything that we can do to support you, let us know. One more time, what was your website so people can find uh, you? www.betterlifeandrecovery.com. Better Life in Recovery. And just two seconds. We've yeah. also, uh, this year, we started what's called the Springfield Recovery Community Center. That's what I was hoping you were going to talk about. And it is amazing. We have everything there from... Narcotics Anonymous meetings to smart recovery to faith-based recovery. We have uh, a pool table. We have two pool tables. We do UFC fights there. We have yoga classes there. We're working on getting some That seems like a really interesting swing. UFC fights to yoga. And I was getting ready to go. We're working on getting some uh, jigsaw mats because I've got a couple of jujitsu instructors that said that they'd be willing to come in and do free classes for people in recovery. I took jujitsu. It's super intense. Yeah, it's amazing exercise. So we're we do game nights. Uh, we're doing tomorrow morning. We're actually going to go play uh, laser tag in Marionville, and then tomorrow night we're going to do sober karaoke at the Springfield Recovery Community Center. So, how does your wife keep up with you? Um, how are you doing back there, Julie? Are you doing all right? <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes she gets to, and sometimes she does not. I don't know if she'll ever go floating with me again after this last one. <laughs> Went running her into a tree. Face first into a tree. It was amazing. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> cool. Uh, thank you, David. Absolutely. Appreciate your time. Round of applause for David. Thank you. You're welcome. Hand right back to the lady right there. Those are, those are, that's just kind of a taste of the kind of conversations that we have on No Label Safe, and we're excited to have that in a uh, podcast form here starting soon. I just want to make note of 
of the the was this supposed to be an eagle? Hey, I don't know if you can no. see it. This like looks like a maple. That's leaf? a Cheeto flying or, through the sky. It's a Cheeto flying through the sky. It's a reminder to make a meme later. Okay, all right. I just thought it, that was that's beautiful. why it says meme. I got that. Yeah. Show of hands. Who in this room knows what a meme is? I just thought. God bless you, people. I thought you're my people. I thought you just wanted more attention. I thought it said me me. No, it's likely. Okay. Kendall, okay. we got another giveaway. This one's near and dear to your heart, huh? It is near and dear to my heart. I own a photography business. I'm wearing my shirt right now. If you can't tell, Woo-woo. they're pretty sweet. Uh, Inner Images Photography. I took all of Aaron and Danae's pictures. So everything that you see on their website and Facebook and up on the screen, I have taken. And you did a great job. Thank, Thank you. you. You yes. made me look dirty. <laughs> You made you made us look good. Oh well, that's not too hard. So we are going to give away a two hundred dollar gift card. So you can come have a session with me if you want to use that for your family, for a child coming into the world. Why would you look at me hint, and say hint. that? <laughs> um, and then also one of my lovely T-shirts. I actually just had these printed last week, so I'm super proud of them. I haven't taken this one off. So don't get too close to me. No, just kidding. Um, Okay, so let's go ahead and do that real quick. And just a quick reminder, if you do not win a prize, we are giving every single person a prize before they leave. We have T-shirts and water bottles, CDs, all that fun stuff in this room back here. So if you um, don't win a prize, if you do win a prize, make sure to grab a prize before you leave. So uh, this goes to 4424284. You got it? It's the new family. Yay. It's Phil. Will you proudly show your child? Now you know why I was Googling over her because I knew I was having a girl. I was like, oh, she's so tiny. A little baby. Lord, please bless me with a tiny, tiny child. <laughs> Amen. It's a good prayer, Danae. It's a good prayer. I think it's an amazing prayer. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go into uh, a game called Would, Would You, you Rather? rather? Uh, our friend Andrew has been collecting Would You Rather questions. Round of applause you, for Andrew. Andrew! Andrew! So he's going to... Oh, I was going to do the theme. Is the phone still on? Phone still up on the board? So still good? All right. That's right, Danae. We're going to play a little bit of Would You Rather. But what will we win? In this game, you're given two choices. One and two. You decide (laughs) which you would rather. And that's why we call it... Would you rather? Okay, I'm that's catching that. on. That was good. This is that. my favorite theme music we have, is it? I think. Isn't it the best? All right. Quick question. We do this game a little different. We have to agree before moving on. Oh, that's true. This is the this is our version. This is the shoe the dough version where we must agree on the answer before we can go to the next question. It so, is not often pretty. Thank you so much for your questions. We will get into them now. Andrew, what is the first question? So I've been collecting these in this pirate hat here. So uh, this is the pirate uh, hat we use yeah. for questions uh, in our interviews that we do with like music artists that come to the studio. Would you rather? Would you rather? Wait, that was my what was Some that? Some of these are adorable, and then others make me question the mental stability of some people. In okay, these rooms, that's good. So. That's good. That's oh, this is gonna to be good. Are we ready? Yes. Ready. Would you rather 
eat a chocolate-covered cricket, or share your most embarrassing moments ever. Eat a chocolate-covered cricket, cricket or, or share sh- your most embarrassing story ever. You want to start or you want me to start? I'd eat a cricket. Uh, Y'all don't want to know my embarrassing stories. I am too honest with people, and I am sparing you. Well, this is what I was thinking. Like, it's our job to share our most embarrassing stories. Not these like, stories. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I'm going to be eating that cricket, too, then. <laughs> I, think, I don't want to hear your most embarrassing story, then. If the <laughs> ones you're telling on the radio aren't your most embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, what, did you do the ding, ding? I did. Did you not hear it? You want to hear it again? Okay. Yeah, I did hear it that time. Oh, so I'm losing my hearing. Everybody was having a good time. Oh, so. yeah. All I read was, would you rather eat chocolate? And I knew. <laughs> you knew where you were going? So. All right, good. All right. Would you rather dress only in disco fashion okay. or be able to listen to disco music only? Oh, only disco fashion. Or only, or only disco music. Wow. Um, great question. <laughs> Whose question was this? I need to know. Who was the first question? Nice. nice. She told me, she says, this is G rated question. (laughs) Good. Leave it to me to turn it into an awkward where I'm referencing R rated material. Sorry about that. All right. Um, Oh, I think I, I think it's gotta be fashion, right? Like how annoying would the music be nonstop? Like I gotta sleep at some point. <laughs> is it nonstop or is it when you listen to music? You can only listen to it. So, so if just you Casey listen and to the music. Sunshine Band for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, fashion. Fashion, fashion yeah, all we're the going way. Fashion. We're going fashion. We're hey, we're doing good. Yeah, we're agreeing. Yeah. This what is... would you what would be your disco fashion? Um Bohemian disco, if okay. I could if I could pull that off. I don't. I don't know what. I don't even know what. Like our bell bottoms disco. Fashion? Yeah, I think Is so. That what those yeah. are polyester. polyester. <gasps> you would be wearing polyester suits all the time. Yeah, that'd be would, awesome. That would be amazing. Ken- Kendall could still make me look good. She's, she's that good at her job. Uh, all right, she looks man. a little. She looks a little nervous about that. Aaron. It was hard enough the first time, Aaron. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going until you guys tell me to stop. That's saying. that's. You. Would you rather eat only? <laughs> Would you rather eat only roadkill for the rest of your life or have everyone else in the world sound like Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> you, actually, you went for it, man. You did you the imitation. You did good. Uh, in case you, you don't know, Gilbert does Iago on Aladdin. I wanted to give oh, you your Disney point of reference. Thank you. I so, mean that, actually. Um, everyone would sound like everybody that. Everybody would sound like Gilbert. Or all meat would be roadkill. Then are you having a girl? I'm... <laughs> I'd go vegan. <laughs> I would choose roadkill and then choose not to eat roadkill and well, then die. go vegan. How would you? How would you? You would. You'd have to eat at some point. If you're vegan, yeah, you don't eat meat. Well, yeah, but it didn't say just meat. It said all you. Uh, what if they ran over a bunch of? I try to find. <laughs> That's a good point. So I'm praying then that my rest of my life is bent oh, on man. produce trucks overturning on you'll the just, highway. You'll just be following the Kroger <laughs> truck around the just, produce in it. Please, Lord! Soon. Myself. I missed the part where it was all I could eat. Just one more carrot. Oh. Yeah, what would you do? Is it fresh roadkill? This is a question I need to know. No, it know. can be. Sure it can be. It just says roadkill. It doesn't say it's been sitting there for days. I have to tell you that I have people in my family who have had fresh roadkill. Yeah. Venison straight hit, still venison. That's right. Venison 
bloated on the side of the road for weeks, not That not you should good. leave alone, yeah. I, Would you feel better if you were the one that hit it? No. <laughs> that way you know it wouldn't go to waste. Oh, that's true, though. So... Oh, I would become that crazy person that would be like hitting animals on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Squirrel! Oh, this hurts my head. What are you saying? Uh, I'm, I'm going with everybody sounding like Gilbert Gottfried. I'm with you. All right, I'm with we'll you. Do, it's too much pressure the other way. I don't mind his voice. Now, if it was Fran Drescher, who oh. used to be the nanny, we <laughs> might have a different conversation. Oh. All right, what do we got? That was hard. Would you rather only have the ability to listen to people shouting. Oh, wait, no, I, I, I read that wrong, sir. Okay, okay. Would you only have the ability to shout when you speak or sing when you speak? Ooh. Sing. I do yeah. that anyway. That's right. Oh, yes, yeah. I do. I sing today. You do that anyway, so. I'm totally down with that, yeah. Are absolutely. you down with that? Totally down with that. Do you want to sing all the time? No, not today. Oh, okay. All right. All right, what's next? Would you rather have fun. hair all over your body or no hair anywhere? Head, eyebrows, anything. Oh, like alopecia style. Alopecia. Yeah. I, my, you know, I'd rather have no hair. Okay, That's I have an a question. Easy one for me. But aren't we technically covered in hair? That's true. Technically, we have all the tiny little hairs all over. I mean, I just stay how I am. We're what's known as mammals. mammals. I have, have tiny, that. tiny hairs. I don't mm-hmm. get that close. It's awkward, but I do. Technically not right here, though. Now I'm noticing I would have hair everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You'd save so much on Don't shampoo have... and conditioner, too. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, for the sake of the question, make it uh, thick, dark hair. <gasps> Just for the sake of the question. Sorry, I don't know why that was so shocking. <laughs> was like, How dare you? All of a sudden, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. spending like five hours brushing my arm or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or your cheek. I'm going alopecia. I'm going bulldog. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I with feel you like on I would one. get like movie stuff. Like I'd be that weird, quirky girl that is hired to do Wait, things so like you stranger would go things. With no hair because you feel like you'd get movie roles. Yeah. I, in a million years, I would have never guessed that reason. Well, you don't That's know amazing. me that well. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Do you remember the whole thing about mental stability? <laughs> well, here ready. we go. Oh, gosh. Would you rather slide down a slide of razor blades oh. into a pool of lemon juice? No. Or be drugged behind a truck on a road of sandpaper? Steve Packelhofer, was that you? Did you? Oh, no, okay. I'm curious. Who, who, who is the one that? <laughs> <laughs> you went for it. No holes bar on that one. Um, okay. I, okay. You got to go with the sandpaper, right? Well, it didn't say you how. You can't slide on razor blades. Well, you can. That's death. It's just not smart. Actually, the lemon juice would be kind of healing after a while. It would hurt really bad yeah, at first. Yeah, it would hurt really, but it would heal. You know, they say that you just got to just get it over with. How long are we being dragged behind the truck? And how long is the slide? Yeah. Sarah, how long? How yeah. long no, no, don't it? ask her. She's the sick don't one. Don't like, ask I her. Don't know. Long, 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 long. Enough to feel it. Long, long time. I think I saw that in the latest Saw movie, actually. Actually, actually, now that I'm thinking about it more, the razor blade injury is more centralized on a part of my body that not a lot of people see. So... I'm telling you right disfigure now. Disfigure my butt or disfigure my whole body. 
I think I might have to go with the razor blade. You're they're such both a. Gonna be, they're both going to be super painful. You're such a glass of lemon juice half full kind That's of guy. I am. All right. What do you think, Danae? Yeah, no, I, that's what we all thought when we heard the question. But come up with an answer. Okay, so I don't, I think you're right. I think deep wounds stay as still as possible. And you just, just let them ride hit. it and yeah. then you land and you just pray and then this game is over yeah. and we go to the next question. Yeah, that's exactly right. There we go. Because thankfully, y'all, this isn't real. We're not doing this. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I had, I had to read this one. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> Apologies in advance. Would you, would you rather suck snot out of your friend's nose okay, okay. or sit on an electric fence with wet pants? For how this long? This one's easy. How, this one's super how, easy. Maybe I'm not. Like how long? I mean, like, when you suck. Maybe I'm not thinking. Why, why do wet pants matter? You get electrocuted. But won't you get electrocuted anyway? Like, I think it has to be bare skin to touch a uh, electric wire. Is it a pulse? maybe? I'm just making stuff up. Wait, wait. Know. Is it a pulsing electric fence or a constant current electric fence? Cause... I don't know. Let's ask <laughs> Danae's dad. <laughs> <laughs> My dad. <laughs> I'm totally stuck on the visual of having a friend that would let me just walk up and be like. <laughs> Technically, you're supposed to do that to your babies. Did you know that? This, if they've got from my mouth, yeah. yeah, you this shut is, the front no, no, no. door. This is this is typical parenting. No, 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 These no. Are you, the kind of things you, you need get to the know. Little bobble thing. Those no, 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 those don't work very well. You will find out those don't work. Like that. Actually, you just get in there with your mouth and get it out, spit it out. So you got to do it sometimes. Are you serious? Don't even let me tell you about what you have to do on the other end sometimes. Uh, it is... You don't have to suck that out, do you? <laughs> no. Okay. No. But you gotta, you gotta dig sometimes. The, Justin, husband, this is why we need parenting books. I, <laughs> we right. need to research more. Right. I feel like we're getting really mixed advice right now. <laughs> okay, I'm going what on would the you other go with today? Here, Danae, physical scars are a lot less deep than emotional scars. I feel so. like my friend would have emotional scarring for me walking up and sucking boogers out of his or her nose. So I think I would do self-sacrificial fence sitting. What fence you sitting, do? it is. That's. I think that's the right answer. Have we ever agreed this much? Um, yeah, I think so. You agreed with me again. Yeah. This is weird. Okay. Would you rather always say everything on your mind or never speak again? Always say everything on your mind or never speak. I would never speak again. Again, oh. for you. Um, mm, no. You because can't. earlier I indicated super embarrassing stories. If I just start saying everything on my mind, first of all, I would lose my job. Yeah. My well, job no, is to talk would, in Christian radio, y'all. You would, I'm a human. You would have a, an excuse. People would know that you just have to say the things that are on your mind. Do you think so, people would listen? To what? Is me talk about the things on my mind? I think that's pretty much what they do, yeah. Not everything <laughs> on my mind. But they keep listening. I don't know. I think they might listen more. I'm just saying. I think my friend circle would shrink. I can't give up saying things. It's all I do. Like, the only way I know how to make dollars but, is by saying but things. But everything on your mind. Like, you would... I'd have... I'd get a different job where it was okay to say everything <laughs> on my mind. Okay. Okay. Yes. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, Christians wouldn't love me anymore, probably. But, you know, other people mm-hmm. might. Yeah, other people might. There are other people. Plus, we talk about labels being important That's to take right. off. That's right. I'm with you. All right. 
Mm-hmm. Would you rather I'm with you. be able to read any book by touching it? Sweet. Or awesome. play any instrument you want? Mm. Okay, so play any instrument That's I want. Hard. Or That's an easy one. Touch and read. That's an easy one. I would touch and read. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the touch and read is That would be awesome. That's amazing. You just go to the library, you know how much you'd learn. That'd be like the Matrix. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you just get to plug in. Without having to have the weird thing in your brain. That was so amazing. That was so amazing I don't even remember what the other choice was. Like I couldn't get off the idea. Of... I think it was something about hair over your body. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah. And then I'm definitely doing the, the book touching. Ugh. Let's All right, do another one. Let's do another one. Ugh. Oh, no. Would you rather have taste buds on your butt? Taste buds on my butt. Or poop through your mouth. Or poop through your mouth. That's that's not hard either. Somebody. Somebody in this room just super naughty. You just taste taste your underwear? Like, that's (gasps) not... I mean, compared to tasting... I'm just saying... I seriously just totally blanked on the question at all because I'm so in shock. Can I read that? Can I read that question? Yeah, here you go. You can keep it. (laughs) Taste buds. Okay. So you just taste your clothes when you sit down or... Okay, yeah. Or I'd rather taste clothes than... Absolutely. The stuff. The stuff. That is exactly right. Fecal matter. There you go. Use those proper terms. If... The taste. No, I'm not. I must say, I must say, whoever well, wrote this has really good handwriting. Key. That is true. But location is key. Look at that handwriting for such a filthy question. Look at that beautiful <laughs> handwriting. Somebody nice. went to calligraphy camp. <laughs> that was really good. All right. Would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life, or for the rest of your life feel like you're about to sneeze but you never do? That's a good one. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm either going to feel like I have to sneeze and I never sneeze or hiccup all the time. Mm-hmm. Hiccup for the rest of your life. I feel like my body would adjust to the shock of always feeling like you have to sneeze. You think so? I feel like that would be the so super does, annoying. The audience disagree with me. I'd rather just hiccup. You're, don't Forever? You but don't you think your body would be more apt to adjust to the constant hiccuping than it would be to the, that feeling? Let's just for a moment do the thing where we do this all the time. I mean, how annoying would that be? Well, it would be super annoying to everybody around you, but I think you'd get used to it. You're not playing. <laughs> you didn't hiccup. Fun fact, the world record for the longest set of hiccups, 47 years. So somebody actually dealt with this pretty much. Had a family and everything. I Googled it after I read that question. I like how you said... I like how you said they had a family, as if like getting the hiccups means that you just go away like in isolation and you're never talked to or touched again. Like, they were okay. Someone loved them. And they procreated. What are you saying? You're saying I'm saying hiccups. What do you think? No. You'd really rather feel like you have to sneeze all the time? Like, at least hiccups, there's space in between the hiccups. Right. Space in between the hiccups. I couldn't be your friend anymore. Does that mean I'm shallow? (laughs) Um, Thank you. I need to work on that. You're right. This one is really good whenever you're... Okay, well, that means I should agree with Aaron, because he's obviously stuck on it. I really don't know that I want to have hiccups. I can't. I have no great argument. Okay. All right, I'm with you. All right, hiccups it is. I really like this one. All right, let's, let's finish on it then. Let's see. I, oh, I have regret, this be our last would you rather. Two more, two more, because I've been saving more. one. I'm okay, good, good, good. Two more and we're done. Would you rather 
age from the neck up or from the neck down. Like, for the rest of your life, one of them stays the same. The best part of this question is everyone visualizing their own experience <laughs> with aging. <laughs> um, um, I think I would neck, I would age from neck down. Neck up. You would do neck up? Yeah. You would age neck up, but not neck so down. So much more of my day-to-day life happens down here. Okay, right. Okay. I don't... I don't even want it. I don't even want it. That is not what I meant. I bet it is. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I think Aaron's talking about like getting around and stuff. I, like yeah, that. I'm, talking, I'm talking about my heart, my lungs, like the stuff that's really going to keep joints. me alive. Yeah, yeah, not your brain. You don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, you're. You could have like a perfectly healthy body from the neck but down. I want gray but hair so the bad. You don't know how bad you I want gray it. hair. That's true. That's a good point. Hey. Peanut gallery. <laughs> Nicely done. That's true. I, All right. I'll, I, go, I'll go neck up. I'll go really? with you. Yeah, let's go neck up. Because I was going to agree with you. But okay. Well, no, no. This is exciting. All right. Good. <laughs> okay. All last right, one. Last one. The grand finale. Drum roll, please. Would you rather <laughs> never see again or never hear again? Wow. I would never see again. Never oh. see again or never hear I've again. I've thought about this before and during my, is it called like an existential crisis or something? Yeah. yeah. I, I would absolutely never see again. I'd much rather have my hearing than my sight. Yeah. Yeah. Would, I'm seeing a lot of nodding. Do, but I think I, I does I anybody want... feel the other way? Like, I just feel like... Oh, yeah. Oh, we've like, got Anderson, like a few. you've got a mic. Tell me, tell me what it is <laughs> about, you know, why you would rather be deaf than blind. I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> well. <laughs> Legit? No. Uh, but seriously, though, I just... I've, I think most of my sense that I use is visual, you know, movies and stuff like that. Sure. So that's mainly what I base my life off of. If I were to get rid of that, I'd be Well, terrified. but you're losing half of the movie either way. Right? Yeah. You're losing half of the experience Subtitles. either way. You can't subtitle visual. It's just an audiobook at that point. Well, they and do, then if, they it's do an, have if, movies. if there's an action sequence in a movie, you can't hear like, sure. everything. Sure. The Matrix would be really weird. You mean living in the Matrix or seeing the Matrix? No, if I just had to listen to it. Yeah. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know. This I is feel hard, because like, I kind of go back and forth. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like I feel if like I lost hear. my sight, I would be a burden to my family differently. Am, mm. am I the only one who would rather keep my vision? No, no, no. There, no, was, there, was, a, there was a group oh, over okay, here okay. that felt yeah. the same way. My side of the room over here. Right <laughs> on. Okay. Your people. Yeah. Well, good news. We've decided to make this one real. So, whichever <laughs> one you chose. Congrats. You to... Surprise, everybody. We have hot pokers waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we. Mean, I was thinking some sort of <laughs> metaphysical it was just going to happen. I wasn't thinking actually blinding people. You made well. it too real, Danae. <laughs> Did we agree on one? I think we did between the two I of us. I think we did, but, uh, but but that was that's okay. People definitely disagreed with us. That's so. all right. Well, we have uh, another giveaway to get to, but before we do that, I wanted to let, make sure that everybody knows knows how to connect with Andrew. Andrew is the co-host on the Sift Pop podcast, which is the pop culture podcast. So we do shoot the dough. These guys do Sift Pop, um, and actually, I was the guest on Sift Pop 
which we recorded earlier today because we went to go see a movie. We went to go see the new Marvel movie. So Yeah, we saw Doctor Strange. Andrew, quick, one thing about the movie that you would tell people about Doctor Strange. It no is spoilers. Hands down, hands down the most visually incredible Marvel movie ever made. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I think that would be my one thing. Yeah. Would you I have one it, thing to say? I think I would recommend it. Yep. Yeah, I think it's it's recommend worthy. If you want to hear the full review, you can check out Sip Pop. Unless podcast. you're a Patreon, it's going to be up quickly for you guys. You can Absolutely. get it early. Round of applause for Andrew. Thank you, everybody. You Thank you. He'll be back with the questions here in a second. We're kind of coming down to the end of our show. We've got a giveaway with Kindle. Kindle going to be giving away Fair Trade CD pack. Yes. So another pack of CDs. So all right. You want to, to grab a winner? lucky person. Yes, I do. And just a heads up, our last giveaway is Beats by Dre, which are pretty sweet. So they almost went disappearing earlier. No? Yeah, okay. that, ha- that actually um, almost happened. Do you mean you almost <laughs> stole them earlier, Kendall? Is that what you mean? No. Like Aaron that stole french fries? That ain't mm. an extra nugget. <laughs> nope. So um, the sheets on how you can get tickets are still on your tables. So if you want to put more tickets in here, better option chance to win these, then you can still do that uh, before we do that. So let's go ahead and draw for the fair trade CDs. Bunch of CDs. A bunch of CDs from fair trade. Four, four, two, four, four. sorry, seven, six. Oh, cool. Nice. Very nice. Congratulations, young Padawan, on your win. <laughs> uh, we know that you guys might have some questions, just general questions, maybe about the show, yeah. maybe about what Aaron and I do. So Andrew will be walking around the mic. If you have a question for us of any kind, raise your hand. We're going to kind of wind down the show and kind of get to the last giveaway and then uh, re-invite Matt Moore back up to play another round of music. Here. How about another round of applause for Matt Moore they, again? Doing such good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we just we wanted to take uh, just a few moments uh, at the end to hear if you had anything to ask us. So just raise your yeah. hand. Andrew will come to you, and we can have some question and answer time. We got we one, back one in the back here. right away. So yeah, and it can be an awkward question. We can yeah. pass. Ask anything you want. You it doesn't mean we have to answer. That's right. I mean, um, some of the would you rather's free we will. All right, go ahead. I know you guys had an intern over the summer, and I was wondering what what is your favorite thing about her? Your intern. <laughs> Good question. Thank you. Good question. Good question. That question comes from uh, Megan, our summer intern. Um, I think for me, it's it's her humility. Yeah. You know, her her real desire to put the spotlight elsewhere. Yes. You know, to really, it was inspirational. To really allow others to receive, mm-hmm. you know, the credit for things. And I just, I really love that about her. That, that does actually bring up a, a quick tie-in, though. We want to thank those who have been volunteering um, uh, with us throughout time. And obviously we've got some volunteers tonight. We'll, we'll think in a moment, but if you have any desire to, uh, intern with us or come in for a period of time and kind of help out with the project and you are here local in the Springfield area, just let us know. We always have stuff going on and having extra help is sometimes a really great option. And Megan obviously was really positively impacted by her experience because she's still here. So that's right. Next question. Hey, so is that bunker really underground? It really is. Yes. Uh, We say uh, live from the bunker for our podcast because uh, we record in my basement in a uh, storm shelter. It's concrete on all sides. It's, you know, 
underground. It's concrete. I mean, concrete on the top too. Like it is literally a. We are in a bunker for real. Safe room. So yeah. So that is that is legit. We are live from the bunker. So yeah. Partially underground, not completely underground, but partially. It's all underground. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yep. Didn't know that. Oh, that's why there's spiders in there. There are a few spiders in there. They come visit. Yeah. They love the show. Quick story. Uh, I was walking out uh, the back door the other day. You saw this. Oh, yeah. You mean Shaylob or yeah, Shelob? Yeah, Shelob was there. Giant spider. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Easy. Like this, maybe? Yeah, like that big. Big spider. Huge. And she had done her web across the door frame at the top of the door frame. So, like, the entire top quarter of the door frame was this giant web and she was just sitting there right in the middle and I'm a tall guy if I had had my head down walking through the door instead of my head up I would have just like it's a good thing you have bad posture that's exactly right save me from a spider bite next question and you told me about spider as I was standing underneath it that's true true. (laughs) you were how did you two first meet good question question. so He worked uh, at a local radio station in Springfield, Missouri at 88.3 The Wind. He had just taken on the morning show. And I had a series of people continue to tell me I needed to call the radio station. And so to just get everybody to stop talking to me about it, I called the radio station and purposefully tried to botch the interview. Wait, you purposefully tried to botch the interview? Great story. Great, great story. A series of stories. I was so offensively myself on purpose. I felt that was a really important thing. Like... Be so yourself that you could be offensive. That way, if you get this job, you know it had nothing to do with you. <laughs> and so that's kind of what but happened. the other stuff wasn't on purpose, where you like ran over your resume. That was not on purpose. Yeah, I had the... No, that was, that was not on purpose. I went to take the resume for like an entertainment angle, because I'd never done it before. My resume was for accounting, kind of more purposes like that. And um, my new resume blah, 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 didn't get printed, had to find one in the back of the car, and it had a tire mark over it. So that was, like, another example, like, botch this thing. And when you, and when you got there, this is one of my favorite stories, when you got there, uh, the person who was interviewing you, you didn't have your resume, right? You had to print it off? It was, the, it was the one that had the tire mark on it. Oh, that's right, that's right. And I said, this one's for accounts, receivable accounts, payable, and all but that did you, stuff. But you like, oh, but I can But I have it one? on my junk yeah. drive, uh, along with my pornography. No, you... I did say that. Did you say that? I really did. I just remember you turned... His shock was great. So he plugs it in, and because I, I was like, ha, 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 that's really funny. He's just like, hokey dokey. And so I said, you can, just, you can just save it on your computer. And then I peek over his shoulder, and I see that there's spelling errors. So I said, oh, just let me correct that. I took his laptop, turned it, and started <laughs> retyping my resume. So it was amazing. It was, I got hired, you guys. It was insane. So that's how we met. Yeah, so we did the show together, and, and that's, that's how this is. We happened. get along well enough to continue to do fun things. So we Truth. still do a radio. We still do a radio show. Um, in fact, on your table, I know we're gonna, it's kind of one of the things we wanted to cover. There's a sheet on how you can connect with us. It has, um, it's the one that has three columns. And you'll see that we do a radio morning show. You can download the apps that they have. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Um, the Boost 1019 plays our morning show. They have more hip-hop, pop, rock kind of Christian music. And they're also on iHeartRadio. And then the other network that we decided to highlight for you plays more contemporary Christian. You can get that app too. Then in the middle section is a podcast we've been talking about tonight. And on the right-hand side is um, how people support our studio because we have an independent studio down in the bunker. 
And so that's another way to connect with us. Absolutely. Was there any other question in the audience? More questions? Here we go. A couple here. Where did you come up with the name Shoe the Doe? I'll let Aaron answer this one. Was that the first week? First week Danae came in to be on the radio show. I looked at her and I said, so you ready to shoe the dough? And she looked at me like I was crazy, which is actually what you should do when somebody says that to you, because what does that mean? It's just a spoonerism for do the show, you know? So are you ready to do the show? But I just spoonerized it because I do that sometimes. And you did it on purpose, though, oh, right? Oh, yeah, on purpose. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I purposefully spoonerized. I accidentally Not that spoonerized. if you accidentally spoonerize that you're a bad person or anything, but I, I do it on all purpose. the time. Uh, so, so that's where it came from. And so it's anytime stuck. it's stuck, anytime we're ready to do a radio show or do a podcast, we, you know, ready to shoe the dough. So that's where shoe the dough came from. I literally had visions of like shoes and then like kneading dough and then a doe deer. And I'm just staring at the whole time. Like, I have no idea how to compute this. <laughs> I thought I was coming here to do radio. And honestly, so... a lot of people don't know what it means either. So they have the same thing happen to them. Right. Like yeah. I totally relate to what's happening to you. So that's how we came up with it. What's up, Caleb? Uh, so let's say you can get anyone on the podcast for an interview uh, as a guru on Sif Pop. Just expand your minds. Yeah. Who would be your like ideal person to have guest on the podcast? I have a few. I've, I've actually thought about this question a lot. Do you need some time to think about it? Sure. Um, I don't know that I can land on one, but I'll give you a couple. Uh, I would love to interview Pinjolet. Uh, I think he is fascinating. Um, he's an atheist, a libertarian, a uh, magician. Uh, there's so many avenues. And he's a lot... It's interesting because he is... For the things he believes, I feel like he's that version of me because we're both, you know, tall guys and very outspoken and do a lot of, you know... Inter- so I really like to just kind of have a conversation with him. Um, Daniel Negreanu from the poker world. I'd love to do a no label safe about poker players. Uh, I thought I think that would be really interesting because that would be get, awkward. They do get labeled, uh, you know, kind of the gambling thing and, and that kind of stuff. So. I mean, I'd be down for that. But that'd why would be it awkward. be awkward? I just think poker is ridiculous, <laughs> and I don't well, know that I want to say need that. The episode more than anybody. Today. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. So, oh, that's an I've actually one. had the chance to check some people off that list too, like. Um, John Acuff, who does uh, stuff Christians like and has written some pr- pretty cool books. We did an interview with him. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Steve Taylor, we did. Steve Taylor was a huge part of my childhood growing up, uh, you know, kind of a contemporary Christian artist who then went into filmmaking and some different things. I so. literally can't think of anybody. I have a lot of people that I've have influenced my life over the years. I'm sure I would probably get really excited about it, but I like talking to my friends and bringing people in that. You know, that's my favorite thing to do is to chat with my friends. And in fact, I dream about if I was to do my own podcast, what would it be like? And it would probably just be talking to people about whatever's kind of going on in their world. So did you just say you dream about getting rid of me? Is that basically what you just... No. Okay, I just want to make no. sure. Okay. Uh, but Aaron informs me I have to have some kind of a plan. <laughs> so that's why <laughs> so, I don't have it my own podcast. <laughs> Any last else? questions? Ethan. <laughs> do you oh, really... No. This, this is, is my this son. Is his son. <laughs> I have to get a drink of water for this one. How scared were you when you got chased by that alligator? <laughs> uh, very scared. Maybe the most scared I've ever been in my life. I would hope so. Yeah. If you don't know the story, uh, I was <laughs> looking for golf balls in South Carolina. And uh, they're just, you know, right around this lagoon. And there was a mama gator there who was protecting her eggs. 
and she chased my friend and me. Uh, probably, she probably came six feet out of the water, six to 12 feet. I mean, she was about six feet long herself. She was huge and just came out with her jaws agape. And I was, you know, as far as me to the other side of this table when, you know, she came out of the water. So I turned and I, I, something in my brain was like, run zigzags, run zigzags. They can't go zigzag. And so I'm running across the golf course back and forth in zigzags. And, and found out later that our spouses were watching from the, uh, balcony, the, right? the balcony of the unit we were staying in <laughs> as we ran away from the alligator. So, yeah, I was definitely scared. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. We've just got a few things here before we close out, before Matt, uh, Matt Moore comes back up to play for us a little bit more. Yeah, we wanted to make sure to thank A little bit more. That should volunteers. be the name of your next album. Kindle, right. thank you so much you. for all your help. She helped to put so much together. Um, my mom volunteering tonight, Andrew coming in volunteering tonight, Ethan, uh, and Matt Moore, and you guys that drove from Michigan to be here. So be sure to show him love, his merch table back there. He's got some great swag. I heard a lot of you complimenting and being really excited about it. So please go visit them. Um, we also wanted to make sure to thank Band again. And again, everybody is going to get something. So we're about to give these beats away right now. But... Um, if you do not win, please make sure you go grab some stuff because they sent us so much wonderful, wonderful stuff. Before we give away the beats, if you support Studio DNA, would you raise your hand if you do some sort of monthly support? Thank you so much for supporting what goes on. We actually have a gift for you here tonight as well for being a supporter. Um, so I think Danae's bringing those around. Keep, keep your hands up for us so she can bring those to you. You can go ahead and open those now. Um, but we wanted to get you something special. We do this every year. We honestly are so humbled that you would take a few dollars out of your bank account every month to send our way so that we can keep doing this cool stuff. It means the world to us. Um, and so thank you so much. Anybody else? Today's got, oh, got one there in the back. So you can go ahead and open those up. Um, last year we did a shoe keychain. So, uh, this year... We decided to go with a keychain, somebody can hold it up, that is a uh, DNA Helix. So the studio is Studio DNA, and, uh, and so we give it a little... If you Helix. want a shoe keychain that we gave away last year, we actually have two things that we're giving, or we have for sale tonight. Um, we have a Shoe the Dough podcast mug down here. Uh, we had those specially made. They're not going to be made ever again. Limited edition. So... It's our original podcast logo. Those are $10 that we had made. And then the shoe that we had last year, we have some left over. And those are 5 bucks. So if you want one, we're selling them tonight. The winner of the Beats by Dre for is... 4-4. Four, 2-4. Four. Four. 5-4. Four. You can't win, Mom. Did really you? No. <laughs> Let's all say aw for my mom. Listen, you won the prize when you found out you were having a little granddaughter. That's what you <laughs> won the prize with tonight. That's a bummer. All right, next winner. Four, four. Two, five. Six, six. Four, four, two, five, six, six. Oh, my goodness. There you go. How cool. Congratulations. And if you don't want them, Christmas present for someone else. <laughs> there you, you should go. wrap them and give them and love them. So 
Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Thank you for your support. We- uh, the audio from this evening will be on Shoe the Dough podcast for next Tuesday's episode. By the way, if you are a supporter on Patreon, you get your own individual podcast feed where you get bonus episodes of the show. We actually do a show before the show. Uh, that little only, mini episodes. Little mini episodes that only the uh, supporters get to hear. So. And for those of you who are listening to this podcast after it has been recorded, if you would like to receive your Patreon gift, reach out to us, let us know, yeah, and we will mail it to you. Absolutely. So once again, guys, thank you for your support. And because there's so many of you giving um, here tonight, legitimately, our studio that we have, we obviously do our radio show out of it too, but um, our dream is to continue to provide the ability for others to do podcasting. David was talking about it. I know I've talked to several friends about podcasting. It's just something that's not really available. And so we want to continue to be a resource for the community. And so you, your $3 a month or $1 a month, whatever you can do, um, is super, super helpful. You help the all the different things that kind of go into it sort of stay going. Um, and being supported by the community, you guys being here tonight and supporting us financially, it just feels incredible. It was also really awesome to be able to share with you that we're, I'm having a baby, and that's all, I'm going to change so much about what we're talking about on the show. So um, your guys' love and support means so much. So I know you, you want to name her Iris Anna, but I think her first name should be Show and her middle name should be Prep. Show Prep Hughes. Show Prep Hughes. Show Prep Hughes. I think that that's a terrible idea. Would you rather? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Thank out. you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for being with us tonight, coming out. We'll take uh, just probably about five, maybe five minutes or less even, just to get this move back, let you guys get prepared, and we'll have Matt Moore sing a little bit as Woo! we continue on the evening. So thanks, guys. One more time. Big round of applause for Matt Moore. Hey, seriously, guys, thanks so much for letting us come hang out with you today. We're just going to do a couple more songs, uh, and then we would absolutely love to come out here and meet each and every one of you and give you a hug from Michigan. And uh, Yeah, that's what we do. So this song is uh, off of our CD back there, uh, which there's no price on it. If you want one, we'll hook you up with it. Uh, it's called Heart Wide Open. It goes like this. Do you think that we could have just one more day? Cause I can't stand to see it turn and walk away I've grown so frustrated I've given all I've had and more You left me standing at the door I left my heart wide open
And just like that, 10,000 steps on the Fitbit. You see how that works? You, you just stomp around enough while you play, you'll rack those steps up. You'll never beat me. I'll just keep going. Well, I feel like we should probably take just a minute and like introduce ourselves because uh, some of you guys we've met from other trips through, uh, uh, through Missouri. Some of you we just met tonight. Some of you we haven't met yet, uh, but by the end of this thing, best friends forever. That's just kind of the way these events work. So um, one thing you need to know about Josh and I is that we come from a uh, tiny little town right in the middle of Michigan, and everybody in Michigan does this with their hand to show you where they live. Um, if you don't explain that when you're outside of Michigan, people look at you like you're an alien. But this is where we live, kind of right up in there. Um, about 12 hours away from here, and uh, it's, it's typical small town America. Like, there's just, there's nothing to do. Like, it's just, it's this really, unless you are like way into corn um, or Amish culture, uh, in which case, dude, come on up to little Claire, Michigan. We got it all over the place up there. Um, but if you're not into those kinds of things, you learn really early on that you're going to need to make your own fun uh, or you're not going to go far. Uh, so when I was about 16 years old, I felt like, I just had this call on my life. Like, I, I didn't know how to explain it. I just knew that I needed to start playing music. Like, I, I, this was going to be my career. This is what I was going to do. Big problem was I didn't own an instrument. I didn't have any musical talent. I had absolutely no ideas and stuff like that. So I just knew I needed to start doing something. Like, I just I needed to start somewhere. So let me ask you guys, um, you know, and, and if you've heard this, you know, dice, don't answer. Um, but let me ask you guys, let's put yourself in my shoes for just a minute. You're, you're 16 years old, 17 years old. You know you need to start playing music. You know that this is like something that you're supposed to do, but you don't have an instrument. You have no talent. You don't know what to do. What would you do? Shout something out. Do it anyway. Just push past that stuff and play pots and pans. That's a great idea. It's not what I did, but uh, good idea. Good idea. Anybody else? Take voice lessons. That would have been a great place to start. Get some actual formal education. Yeah, not even close to what I did, but a great idea. That's a really great idea. Um, anybody else? Start a band. Like, find a Josh. Find somebody who can play all the instruments really well, make him do all the hard work, and just put your name on everything. That's what I did later. Uh, not where I started, though. No, good idea. Anybody else? These are all good answers, by the way. Normally, we get the, the typical, like, you know, Find a Josh or, or buy an instrument is a great place to start. You know, if you're going to be a, a musician, you should probably buy an instrument. Take some lessons would be great. All those things, great ideas. I didn't do any of them because I had a plan. A plan that I thought was so brilliant, so cool, unique, and original that there is no possible way if I could pull this thing off that I wouldn't be like, you know, all over MTV. This is back when MTV played music. I would be all over MTV. I would be, you know, just career set musician. Uh, and I'll tell you what it was. I was going to be a rapper, okay? Now, hold on. When you look at me, I understand you're thinking like hip-hop superstar, and you're not far off. I got the flat bill, you know, I got, you know, I got some swag. But um, my thought was, if I could be this amazing rapper, because I thought you don't need an instrument to rap. Like, you don't need to buy anything. Like, if you have a voice, you can rap. So I thought, I have a voice, I can totally do this. And I thought, you don't really need talent to rap. I mean, it's just talking to a beat, and anybody can do that. So I'm like, I can totally do this. This is like my easiest possible entrance into the music industry. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to take rap music and combine it with rock music. I thought if I could just dig through the cornfields and Amish community of Claire, Michigan, I could find rock musicians to put with the rap music. And if I could put those two things together, I would create the most cool, unique, original, ultimate peanut butter and jelly sandwich of musical entertainment ever. And I would call it like rock and roll, or rap and roll, or rap and... I, but I didn't have a good name for it. It was... But it was a great idea. 
except for two major problems. Uh, number one, what I thought was a really cool, unique, original idea to put these two things together was not cool, unique, or original. It had been done a billion times before I ever thought of it. News just travels really slow up to Michigan. And number two, and probably by far the biggest uh, problem with my plan, um, I stink at rapping. It is painfully, painfully, painfully bad. It turns out it takes way more talent than I ever gave it credit for, and I don't have it, even a little tiny bit. So I eventually bought a guitar, and I found a Josh, and now this is, this is my job. So this is, it, it, the story has a happy ending, uh, but a couple years ago, Josh and I sat around in my living room, and we said, you know what? We can't turn our backs on our musical heritage. We came up, uh, we're a little bit older, uh, so we came up in a golden era of hip-hop music, often referred to as the 90s by people who were there. Uh, so we said, you know what, we, we, we can't just turn our backs now that we're rock guys. So we went through, we found some of our very favorite 90s hip-hop songs. We put them together into something we're calling our old-school medley. This is our single-handed attempt to bring back hammer pants. If anybody is hanging on to hammer pants, yes. Hands up for hammer pants, yes. All right, this is for you, man. All right, if you don't know what hammer pants are, come talk to me afterwards. I've had pictures of Josh on my phone. Uh, they are not flattering, but like I said, best friends forever here, so we're among family. All right. You ready for this, Josh? This is called the old school medley. Feel free to bust a move. Uh, if you, that's another 90s thing, bust a move. Yeah, I told you. I told you it was. It goes like this. Touch this. No, you can't touch this. Yeah, well, all right, stop. That's way more urban when you put it over on the side like that. That gives us all our street cred back. That's it. Collaborate and listen. Matt is back with my brand new invention with something. Grabs a hold of me tightly, flowing like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Well, I don't know, but turn off the lights. And I blow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal, a light up a stage, wax a chump like a candle, dance. Corrupt speakers that boom. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom, deadly. When I play a dope melody with anything less, the best to felony, you love it or leave it. You better make way. Better hit balls out that kid don't play. If there was a problem, well, I'd solve it. Check out the hook while Josh Thompson revolves it. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. I say that you can't touch that. Now break it down like what? Oh, oh. Story. 
All about how my life got flipped, turned upside down And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there And I'll tell you how I became the prince of a small town called Claire, baby They give me a microphone, I can say whatever I want And it goes a little something like this In West Philadelphia, born and raised On the playground is where I'm spending most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool And all shooting some people outside of the school a couple of guys who were up to no good Decided making trouble in my neighborhood I got one little fight and my mom got scared Said you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air I whistled for a cow but when it came near The last place that freshened it dice in the mirror If anything well, I can see this cow was rubber off Well forget it, you're home to Bel Air Well you know I moved up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cab, your home smell you later Looks in my kingdom, I was finally there I could see on my phone at the end You can't touch this You can't touch this I you, whatever Bring it home once Baby, you can't touch that Baby, you can't touch that Shorty, you can't touch that Break it down to your mother. Oh, you guys are awesome, man. I love that you sing along. That's my favorite part of this. We do this for middle school kids now. They're like, what is this? Until you get to the Fresh Prince. The Fresh Prince is like the happy birthday song. Everybody knows the Fresh Prince. It's a classic. All right. Josh, you're standing for this one. You're ready. All right. Oh, man, it's getting serious now. We're ready to do this thing right. All right, so here's the deal. Um, Josh and I tour around. We, we travel all over the place, and a lot of times we have, like, three other guys with us. We have, like, this full band with the drum set and, and the, the stacks of amps and the lasers and all that kind of nonsense. And, stuff. and we don't have, well, we don't really have lasers. That would be awesome, though. But that doesn't mean that we still can't give you the absolute best rock show that we have available in us. All right, so we're going to let you guys in on a little behind-the-scenes secret. This is something every single rock band does. I will guarantee it's been done on this stage numerous times, probably last night. Um, and this is something that bands never, ever talk about, but they all do it. I'm not even supposed to be telling you this. this is how I can get my, my rock card pulled away from me for this. But all right, it's called the rock pose. It is the least musical thing in the entire world, but when you see it, you'll be like, oh, it's just like, you know, name your favorite band. Just like Leonard Skinner was here. I'm not making fun of accents. I don't really know who your favorite band is. Maybe it's Leonard Skinner. Maybe. 
maybe he's not. But you'll see what I mean. All right, so here's what we'll do. I'm going to count to three. As soon as I hit three, Josh and I are going to strike our coolest rock pose. You guys are going to scream so loud that they wonder what's going on in the coffee shop over there. We're going to have the greatest night of our lives. Okay? Super easy. Count of three. We rock pose. You scream. Greatest night ever. Can you do that? All right, here we go. You ready for this, Josh? Are you psyched? Are you ready? Been here for about two and a half hours, you know, but you're stretching out now. Good. Okay, good. Getting loose for this last one. All right, so it goes like this. It goes rock pose on one. Rock pose on two. Dude, what is that? Why? Why? You're getting keyed up. Okay. Can you get keyed up kind of normal? Where you don't have to do that dance thing? I already told him that the rock card was going to get pulled. All right, you know, just do what you got to do. I won't look at it. Rock pose on two and a half. Oh, I looked at it. I shouldn't have looked at it. Can't take him anywhere. Rock pose. Three. Every band in existence has done something like that, and everybody goes, rock and roll! It's great. And I like to hold the rock pose unnecessarily long because this doesn't weigh anything at all, but that's really heavy. So this is usually the part where I like to remind people, we have a table and stuff back there. We've got some CDs. There's no price on the CDs. We just ask for a donation. We'll make sure to send you home. Don't die, Josh. I'm trying to sell stuff, man. All right, we have T-shirts back there. Uh, We have other things like that. Um, we decided to set up a table instead of selling it out of the back of a truck. Josh, don't, man. All right, we have a website, uh, mattmoremusic.com. yeah, that one right there. You can download all of our stuff for free and stuff like that. We're going to play this song, or Josh is going to fade really quick on me. All right, this one is uh, it's an original song. You ready for this, Josh? It's called again. It goes like this. One, two, I might have made some promises that this was going to be the best night ever. So you have to bring out, like, the A material. Like, no, but we drove, like, 12 hours for this. So you have to, like, no pressure, just great expectations. Wow them. You've got this.
Brickfield, thank you so much for letting us hang out with you guys tonight, man. We really appreciate you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.